0: On this episode of The Mompreneur Show, I'm talking to Jennifer Osage. She's a wife, a mother of three boys, and another fellow live streamer. She is a blogger at selfreliantschool.com and also has a membership site at selfreliantschool.com where she teaches others how to prepare food, how how to can food, and how to um, be a self-reliant family. I'm your host, Vicky Lashenko, and this is the show that features amazing stories of the most remarkable mom entrepreneurs. And today we'll be talking about just that, how Jennifer took her passion and turned it into a business. So many of us, of you watching us live right now, have a passion burning in your heart. And today the show is just for you because we will teach you how to take that burning passion and make it into a business. We'll also talk about how to involve your children in your business. And how to not compare yourself in the business of entrepreneurship. So I am so excited to have you on the show.
1: Hey Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hi Vicki, it's really great to be here. We'll just do that again. Sweetheart,
0: no, 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 nobody heard you. It was just like a, it was an intro and I'm so sorry I didn't warn you about it. It's all good, it's all good. I'm so happy to have you.
1: Oh it's so good to be here and so, and you're just looking so beautiful today.
0: Oh my gosh, you're so sweet and like, I mean, you know like how live streams are? you like, you always have to look your best and, and have all these lights on and all these preparedness stuff. And it's so funny because Jennifer, you're a fellow live streamer as well. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, she gets me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's, it's, um, it's really a lot of fun. I just, I love doing it. It's, it's one of the highlights of my week. You know, I get to talk to people and, you know, I get to talk to people who come in to watch the show and then I get to talk to guests. Um, sometimes, sometimes I go solo, but you know, often we have guests and it's just really fun.
0: No, it it is. I I completely agree. Like today was like a weird day. I'm just like the technologies in the back end. you know how it is sometimes. Um, so, but I'm so happy that we're, we're, we got started on the right foot. We got started in time. So I'm really, really happy to, (laughs) to talk to you about everything. Like I really want to dig into live streaming, but I don't want to like, stand there too long because yeah. I know it's a very selfish topic right now. I not, know. <laughs> not everyone is interested in live streaming. Um, those of you who are joining us live, um, let me know you're here. And if you have any questions for Jennifer, please ask her because this is going to be an inter- interactive show. Both of us are mo- moderating the comments and we'll be ask- answering questions. So it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, Jennifer. So could you share with us Your journey. So you have uh, selfrelianceschool.com and you help moms, grandparents, parents, just people in general, how to can, prepare food, uh, buy food in bulk, and how to store it. Could you tell us, like, how in the world did you start in this niche? Because it's so, (laughs) it's not very common. No,
1: No, it's not. It's kind of, um, yeah, it's kind of very specific. And, um, you know, I don't know. I've just been doing all of these things for a long time. I was reading, actually, an, uh, an article in a magazine one day. Mm-hmm. And uh, because, because, like I said, I've been gardening and dehydrating and canning, you know, for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And I was reading this article, and I am not... Um, the best, well, I'm not the best speaker, and I'm not the best writer, and I have spelling issues and all of this stuff. Anyway, so I was reading this article, and I thought it said, you know, uh, how, how, to, how to grow peppers, right? And I was, you know, thinking of it as a, a gardening um, article, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I looked at it, and it was like, no, it's proper. and I, so I was reading it, you know, because it wasn't making sense, right? So huh. I was reading it, and, and then I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm a prepper. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, so it's something that I've always done. I don't think I've always had a label for it, but I've always yeah. sort of, you know, gone that direction in terms of how we've lived as a family, and and really since I was really tiny, because my parents kind of raised me like that. Mm, that's so, um, you know, and one day my husband was just like, you know, yeah, you to start a blog about this, and so I did.
0: That's <laughs> so comes- interesting.
1: And come to find out that um, you know there was other people that were trying to learn some of the things that I already knew. So I thought, well, you know, I can be helpful here. So that's kind of how, that's kind of how it started.
0: It, oh my goodness! And so I love that you share that um, you wanted to be helpful and you could be helpful because you, you know, you don't necessarily have to be like this professional person who is like, you know, has been doing this for other people and this pro and this you you just have to be like two steps ahead of someone in order yeah. to to be able to teach someone so I hope that you share that
1: yeah yeah well I have been a teacher um in public school actually and then I, I so you are a pro <laughs> I, well not 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 in this area though because I think this yeah. is a different level yes. you know yes. so I have been a teacher so you know I I was confident that way and I, I homeschool my kids So I was confident that way and I thought well you know Maybe I can, you know, teach others these traditional skills. Um, but it, it, but it is a different world. It's not, you know, how I was taught to teach. It's a very different strategy and very different exactly. method. So, um, but I think I had, you know, I had some confidence. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. How hard can it be, right?
0: <laughs> wow, I love it. Okay, so uh, take us through like a timeline. When was this that your husband encouraged you? And like a little side note, your husband is so nice. That's amazing. Like he is your biggest cheerleader and encourager from what I've, what I've seen, which is such a huge blessing. So now back to how you started.
1: (laughs) Well, no, we, I started, I took his advice and, um, I started the blog and I, you know, I was even saying, you know, I don't even know what to call this blog. And he just blurted out, we'll just call it, are we crazy or what? (laughs) <laughs> and I did for a while that's we were known as are we crazy or what and um you know I did the the blogging thing and I, I posted and and you know just sort of grew an audience for a couple of years and then um about 18 so months what year ago, is this I was I guess we started about 2013 or I started about 2013 hmm. ish okay. and um at that point it was just kind of you know like you were saying, you know, or he said, just start a blog. And it was kind of a hobby Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, But it really quickly grew because I did start building an audience. And then about 18 months ago or so, we started actually, you know, doing a a business uh, with the blog, we changed the name and all of that. And so now, you know, we we have a business.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay, so it took quite a long time to build the audience. But you know, it's, it looks, I mean, you have a huge audience and I always like talk, tell this to my clients, to the audience and always stresses on the show. Building an audience is so important. Like it's so huge. So can you imagine like starting uh self-reliant without that, that the audience that you have previously built?
1: I think it would have been a lot harder. Yeah. It, um, and so there is that if you're, cause like I said, when I went into it, I didn't know anything about blogging. I didn't even know you could make a living online. I had no idea. Yeah, I, yeah. I literally was just trying to, um, help people that like I had been in, you know, the position before where I didn't know something or I wanted to share something. And I was just trying to help those people. And I had no idea about any business models or how blogs oh, were run yeah. or any of that stuff. And yeah. so, um, so I don't know. I mean, I think it's a trade off. If you already know some of that stuff, and then you come in and you start a, a blog or an online business, you know, you may build an audience faster. But since I didn't know, <laughs> I mm-hmm. just sort of um, built it organically, and so and then it turned into a business. So I think that you know, depending on where your
0: skills lie, you could you could do it either way. Okay, so let's go back a little bit and talk about what does it take to build an audience.
1: Um, I think just communicating with your audience and sharing with them, and actually giving, um, you know, before you, you ask. And so, if you are, um, you know, if you're sharing things that tripped you up and things that worked for you, and really helping people, I think that that's the basis. You know, giving value. I think that's mm-hmm. the basis mm-hmm. for building an audience.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. Is that you give your audience so much value, so much good stuff for free because you're building an audience. And, you know, in the beginning, you weren't even thinking about a business. But where did you how did you start warming up your audience into buying something? What was that like? Because I know that some people freak out. (laughs) When you're trying to sell them something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I had that mentality too, I have Mm -hmm. to say. And basically what I did was I I didn't go into any debt or anything when I was building the blog. You know, I had maybe like $50 a month or so, and that was Mm -hmm. kind of my, you know, my fun money. And so I decided to spend that like on hosting and stuff like that. So I have, you know, I had never um, gone and bought huge uh, software or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just you know we started small, and what I did initially was I looked for something, a product that I did not see in our niche. and what that was was a a planner that would help with food storage. Now, there were other planners out there, but they were online. They, and our audience is very, you know, I want pencil and paper, you know, just in case something happens to the computer or whatever, you know, backup. And then also when you take pencil and paper like into your into your pantry, it's way easier to, to keep, uh, you know, exactly. an accountability, right? Exactly. And so I looked for something that was, there was nothing like that in our niche. And so I, I created that. And I have a graphics background, so I was able to do that. I was lucky that way. Um, but these days, you know, graphics is really, you know, there are so many programs out there, and it's, it's not that difficult to learn. But I, I had this sort of um, desktop publishing background that was very helpful that way. So I developed this product, and from there, um, you know, I got people to affiliate for me, and that was, that was fun, and, and I built an audience that way as well. Mm. And so then I took the money that I made from that. And then I started the membership. So Mm. it was just a little bit at a time. And I just sort of threw it out there um, to see, you know, actually, I made so many mistakes with it, you would not even believe but since I did make those mistakes, I was able to learn from them. And um, I think that really helped me when I started the membership.
0: So can you share what kind of mistakes you made? I'm really curious. Sure, now. <laughs> sure. But the
1: biggest one I made with that <laughs> the mm-hmm. biggest one I made with that planner was that I decided because I'm I'm you know, I love working with people and everything, but I'm like, okay, how do I get on top here? I need to do it bigger, better, faster, mm. you know, than everybody else, right? Mm. So I developed this planner and it's like a hundred and eight page I mean, it's huge, it's like, you know, and it's very complete. And I developed this planner and I was like, okay this is going to be my lead magnet and I'm oh, going to wow. put it out there. This is going to be my freebie, right? And I'm oh, going to wow. build a list with this. And I did for a while. And then I realized that, oh my, this is just not, this is way too much. And I, so even what do you had, mean by way too much? It was way too much in the sense that people were just signing up just to get this planner. Mm-hmm. You know, they were not, it wasn't a, um, a relationship, there wasn't anything left. I was just sort of getting, you know, like you were alluding to before there wasn't anything left. I was sort of just giving everything and I wasn't holding anything back. Uh, And so that I was like, Oh, and and so even some of my colleagues were saying, Oh, Jennifer, you just really need to sell this. You don't give it away. Don't do that.
0: So can we talk about this for a little bit for just a second? So Jennifer, this is really, really interesting (laughs) because me, like, I am a kind of person that always like here you go like yeah. no you know I'm I'm such a giver but and I've struggled with this too because like I, in my previous business I made I created a video series like I literally gave everything away yeah. and that's a big mistake a lot of people make it's yeah. giving everything away and there's nothing wrong with holding it back just a bit so after you took that off what did you do to replace the planner for free well- basically,
1: I didn't even know that that was the problem at the time because it oh, was what, so what i what I saw as a problem was that people were signing up to my list to get this huge book right and yeah. like I said, there wasn't anything left, and so there wasn't um I mean, I had blog posts and things like that so i mean i I'm not saying everybody you know just came and got it and just left, but I was getting a lot but of I spam. see complaints because I had a small list at the time and so what I did was I took that planner down and I decided to go ahead and put it up for sale and then I put in its place an email series so I was like okay Okay.
0: (laughs) so I'm going to give
1: some free content every day to people and and that worked and that worked really really well.
0: Very, very interesting. And I mean, just as an example, and I want to uh, say thank you um, to Renee and Olga, who just joined. Hello, mamas. So good to have you. If you have any questions, please ask. I think Olga and Renee, this is like totally up your alley, but Renee, I know you know you know a lot of this stuff because you know Jennifer personally. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so um, I want to touch upon this because when... When I need something right now, mm-hmm. I Google it. So, for example, I really wanted some hand lettering um, sheets, printables. And I just literally Googled free hand lettering sheets. And I found, like, a link and I hurried, just put my email address just to get the uh, the free printable sheets. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not really – and then, like, I get the email. I'm like, who is this person? Like, I don't yeah. even know. So that's exactly – that's mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. why um, sometimes – certain freebies don't work yeah so i really appreciate you saying that yeah that's that's awesome so let's move on so after you nurtured them in the list and you were giving them all these freebies all this free information excuse me how did you (laughs) did you like was it like a 10 day series where on like day nine and ten you offered them the planner or how did that work
1: no, it wasn't, because <laughs> that was another mistake I made. I just gave away the the information, and that was kind of it. And that was sort of a a growing thing for me. Meanwhile, I had put the planner up for sale, and it was doing really, really well. So I was wow. getting some of this. You know, I was getting some ROI on that. And I just want to say hi, Angela, because Angela joined, and I I know Angela. So thank you for being here. Oh my um, God. But I was getting some ROI on the, the planner at that point. And so I was still trying to figure out my email because that, oh my gosh, I've just figured it out, I think, this year. But because um, it's been, you know, it's been a long struggle with that. But oh I Oh my goodness. Think- I did finally figure it out. And the thing that another thing that's really helped me is to to start with the end in mind. So we have a membership. And of course, that's something that, you know, we would like to offer to everyone. And so the way that we do it now is quite different. And that is that we have our our main um, thing, our main product that we sell. And so we give just a little taste of that as a freebie or a lead magnet Mm -hmm. and then um, when to pay for traffic you know to pay for facebook ads and things like that then we offer um another kind of a lower dollar um purchase so that when we do advertise that we get some return on that in terms of you know giving this um, product for the lowest possible price, and then um, of course, they are then a customer of ours, not just somebody who is on our list they 're actually a customer, and then we can um, try to um, you know give them more value through our email yeah. series and then through our show and then hopefully, if they like what they hear and see, they can sign up to be a member.
0: I really like that I really like how you uh, what you said that. They buy a very low priced item to kind of cover the the ads, Facebook ads costs. That is such a great strategy. That's exactly <laughs> how my husband thinks. Like, he, oh my goodness, I love that. Okay, so, so Facebook ads, you run those. Um, and I think that's that's for you know, like, that's not, don't do that in your first year of business no. unless you know exactly <laughs> what you're doing. Okay, so. So Jennifer, let's move on and talk about, so we talked about your um, struggles, the, you, the mistakes that you've made in your business because everybody makes them. And it's so good to know because that way it will pr- help prevent our mistakes. And yeah. next time we'll work on um, a lead magnet, we'll be like, huh, what did Jennifer say about her lead magnet? Don't give <laughs> Don't everything do 108 pages. Don't do that. <laughs> I love that. Now, so but how do you balance over delivering? and providing value.
1: Yeah, that that is that is a struggle sometimes. Yeah. But I think that um, when, you know, in our membership, w- the things that we teach, I mean, we just go over everything. we It's kind of like a library almost. So if you're interested in canning or dehydrating, you know, a lot of these things are seasonal. And I don't know about you, but as I get older from season to season, it's really hard to remember the rules of this and that. And yeah. so, um, our our membership site, like I said, is kind of like a library. So when it's time to start canning again, you you may want to you know review the safety videos and things like that. And you know, hey, what if you've forgotten like a an apple butter recipe or something like that? Then you can go and just watch that really quick before you go and and can your apple butter stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then our things that we give away, our um our freebies and all of that, those include things like recipes and just little hints and tips and things like that that's not everything right it's just something to say hey you know have you considered it this way and you know if that works for you we have more that's you know kind of what we're trying to say
0: exactly and I love that um you mentioned recipes because in the beginning when I would hear entrepreneurs put a recipe in a pdf a recipe that's already on their blog I was like (laughs) what like what (laughs) I can just go yeah. on your blog yeah. and get the recipe without signing up. But yeah. there's something about convenience that people love so much. Yes. yes. They can, I mean, they can save it on their phone, they can print it out. And especially, Jennifer, oh my gosh, you're so smart and savvy about this because you really have your target market in mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Like to think so anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think it started off, um, with the target audience being very much like me, you know, my former self, you know, I would love to have talked and been in a community with people who did these things. Mm -hmm. And then over time it's become people that, um, still like that, who just, a lot of our members already know how to do a lot of this stuff, but they just want to have that, um, camaraderie and community and then some new ideas here and there and then also we do have some of the the students that come in and they don't they're they're unfamiliar with a certain kind of preserving or cooking or what have you so um you know over time it it evolves
0: very very interesting so now you mentioned that there's other niches in your market there's other people doing things that you are doing how do you cope with the fact that the gal next door has released another video series on so-and-so and and she's getting all these people to sign up as affiliates and she just made a, did a million dollar launch. How do you deal with that? Um,
1: well, in the beginning I didn't deal with it very well. I was like, oh no, the world's falling. Right. Exactly. No. Um, I think that, um, you know, competition is good. Um, and not just, for the competing, not just for competing, it's good that you know it moves you to a different level. And the thing is that when you're building something like a niche site, like we have, yeah. the the information is coming from you, and it's your perspective. So even if somebody is a member of another site, then they're learning from a different perspective. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I know that some people do. They're like, you know, but I I think it's like, you know, if you had a little shop and it was right outside of a mall, you know, and then you go through a door and there's this Mm. huge mall, it's like you're standing in front of the door saying, no, you can't go in there, you know. And that's just totally ridiculous if you think about it like
0: that. Exactly, exactly. So
1: the thing is that, um, you know, I don't, I'm not one of these people who, feel like you have to crush the competition or, um, you know, then I'm always competing. I I feel like that when I actually work with some people that I compete with, Mm. then everybody
0: wins. So that's kind of my take on that. Okay, very interesting. So, okay, thank you so much for sharing, first of all. And then how do you work with people who are in the same industry as you? Like, how do you reach out to them? Is there like magic words that you say that make them feel comfortable working with you? Um,
1: I don't know if there's magic word. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, we do have, we have self but we also have a yearly event and we, we sell a bundle of ebook bundle. And so mm. I have been privileged to work with a lot of people in our niche and mm. it, you know, there's, there's just nothing like pulling together and being able to pull something off like that. Cause last year you know, we had a great, um, a great first year. As a matter of fact, we're going to do it again this year. So, what is it? Is it the homemaking bundle? No, this is the back to basic living bundle. Oh, and it's an very e-book, interesting. Ebook bundle, and um, we also have courses that you can sign up for, um, and some videos and downloadable things like that. And so we have that. We're going to have that again this year. And so that has given me a lot of, um, I don't know, just uh, relationship building with other bloggers and to see, you know, how people are doing different things and sharing things. And then also it's a chance, uh, to help build up people, you know, there might be new. And so, um, yeah, I just, like I said, I think that if you go into it with a competition, I'm going to crush you, you know, that's just, it's not going to be helpful for anyone.
0: Very interesting. Uh, Jennifer, I really appreciate your take on that. And it's so true. Relationship building is so important. Like, I mean, it's so it's so much easier to get to the top together versus by yourself. So I really, really appreciate that. That's really interesting. Um, So um, if you ladies have any questions who are watching us live, please let me know. This is a really, really good time to ask. And thank you so much again for all the likes and for being here. I really, really appreciate you. So Jennifer, um, back to you. How do you involve your children in your business? Because I know that we talked about this before and I know I've seen a few Instagram posts where you're, I think I saw a video of your boys helping you pit cherries that was yes. super cute so how do you get them involved and they're teenagers right mm-hmm. so yeah how do you keep them involved without having like that sour attitude <laughs>
1: i don't <laughs> like they have sour attitudes they're teenagers what can i do <laughs> no um the boys are actually three of them are involved in the business and they help with social media they help uh with the bundle that you know because we have to start many months in advance so we're just revving that up support. right now they help with that. Um, My older son, he helps with artwork. And so um, over the years, you know, I've just kind of given them a little bit and taught them how to do certain things, maybe like uh, with my older son, like Photoshop, and I've given him some tasks to do. And it's just, it's a little bit slower than maybe hiring somebody to do it. But, um, you know, in the end, they learn a skill, and then, you know, you get to work with them. So I think it's, win-win and um, it's really worked out for for our family.
0: That's really cool like I can only imagine how awesome it would be for Sam to do my graphics Uh, (laughs) because you know I also hire people to do it and it's like you know, I would. It's awesome to keep the money in the family, yeah, uh, because you know, because they they need stuff um, mm-hmm. anyway. So mm-hmm. and, and he's in the saving mode nowadays. So <laughs> it's super cute. And but of course, an eight year old can't do graphics just yet. At least yeah. not the ones that I want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So so how did you figure out like what they love to do? Because if. If a child is not visual and they're not have no interest in visuals and art and creativity whatsoever, how do you balance that? And like, how did you like have him take a test? Because I'm so geeky on that. So please forgive me. I'm like, here, take a personality test.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, I didn't have them take a personality test. I, you know, I've homeschooled them all their lives. So, very well. you know, I just, yeah. So I just kind of give them, you know, things that I think they can handle. Um, because, yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I've i seen them, um, you know, their learning style. And, and I've seen how it's evolved over the years. And yeah. so, um And then, you know, we were talking about competition. I have three boys and they're all, we get a little bit competitive there. So, you know, if my older one is doing something and my middle one's like, I can do that too, you know. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) no problem, let me teach you. And so um, it's just kind of, you know, that atmosphere. It's just kind of fun. And then, um, you know, and I think also that, when I did start my blog, you know, that took a lot of time away from them. And so they also realized, mm. well, you know, hey, I can spend more time with mom if I kind of work with her. Not that that's the only thing we do. I mean, we do other things as well. But at the same time, it was kind of their way of saying, oh, I can do that. And then, you know, make mom proud. And so, um, you know, that's been something that, you know, it's just kind of a natural thing for them, like I said, because I've homeschooled them. And yeah, yeah. they're, you know, they're typical children, you know, they want to of do course. what mom and dad are doing, right? They want to do the same thing. So um, so it's really worked out.
0: Of course. And I, I love how lighthearted you are about, and it's, it's a really good thing. I don't know if lighthearted is the right word, but you're so positive and jolly about your boys and about raising them. Because I know I had like this really horrible day one day and I totally vented to you about my boys and how hard this whole mompreneurship is and how... <laughs> how hard it is to balance the that that tension with this you're trying to grow this this thing and they're like mommy mommy I need you 24/7 which i know that they come first all the time but it's so hard to to sometimes realize that like when you're in the moment trying to figure something out so how do you balance it cuz i mean you went back to 2000 i mean you started back in 2013 how did you uh, balance blogging and raising a family did you and homeschooling did you do this like early morning like what what did your t- typical day look like back when you started out? Um, well, it's evolved over the years. So it,
1: in yeah. in the beginning, it was more structured because I had, you know, smaller children that yeah. needed more attention. And now I have more independent workers. So um, it's definitely evolved. No, I don't get up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> um, sometimes I stay up until dawn. But, you know, that's yeah. a different story. Yeah. Um, no, it's just one of those things where... Um, you know, what, what's most important today. And, uh, mm. sometimes it's a blog and sometimes it's the kids. Sometimes it's a business, you know, and sometimes it's my husband, you know, it's so exactly. I, I have to ask myself that yeah. daily and then just mm. give my energy where it's really needed at the moment.
0: Mm, ask yourself daily what's important what's the most important thing today i love that so much and it's kind of like batching like for for, on mondays i do the mompreneur show like everything is like the whole day i'm just kind of working on it and then there are days that i i I mean i do batch family time too which is you know it works it's different for everyone and i appreciate Mm -hmm. you saying that you know your kind of schedule has evolved over mm-hmm. the years because you know sometimes with the little babies especially especially with mamas with toddlers like um like Olga you're here I mean she has she has a uh, little kids too and then um Olga Vakulich, um you have little kids as well so like it's so hard because you feel like you're in the season forever I remember this it's like <laughs> oh my goodness when is this gonna end and especially like in um not not just say when is this gonna end where I'm like <laughs> but there are times when I feel like that because you know what I mean, like when they're when they're really little and they want your twenty four seven, and yeah. especially for the moms who homeschool. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And I've homeschooled for the past three years, and it's been really really hard. But now that they're in school, I'm like feeling the sense of freedom. Yeah. So it does <laughs> end at a certain point, and they do need you less. So I really appreciate you yeah. sharing that because it gives hope for moms who are still really in the dark ages with the little babies. Yes. Uh, because it's really hard okay so jennifer we talked about comparison we talked about getting started and turning your passion into an income let's let's talk about the advice maybe personalized advice that you can give to mama's watching um we have some moms here that oh i want to say think um Welcome to moms. So sorry. I'm like asking you, and now I'm like, don't totally get distracted. Wendy, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. We're just talking about the dark ages, and I totally thought of you. Um, <laughs> Teresa, thanks so much for joining us. Hannah, I miss you. I haven't seen you forever. Um, and Olga, I might have said hi to you, I have not. Thank you so much for joining us. So, um, so Jennifer, for for moms who are st- who have blogs right now? I mean, there's so many of them watching us live right now who have a blog who, um, want to take this to the next level, whether it's a cooking blog or making food or making crafts, how can they take it to the next level? Like what are the first steps that they need to take? The first steps.
1: Um, well, I think that, the first thing that you need to do probably is just to assess what you're doing now and how much time it's taking. And, um, you know, if you're okay with that and then realize Mm. that if you do go up to the next level, you're, you're probably going to have to spend even more time, at least in the short run to get that going. So if you feel like that, and I don't, Think that you know you should find more time because us moms we don't we don't have any more time. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> exactly. All of exactly. it is used. I mean, it's used up, right? And I totally get what you were saying before because when I had my little one, you know, when they were really little, I had um, three kids under five because there's only three and a half years difference between my youngest one and my oldest one. So I totally get that. And the thing is, just to you know think about what you can do and. Um, you know, yeah. decide if that is an important priority right now because it might not be. You know, it it may need to wait for a couple of years or whatever. But that doesn't mean you can't work on it and you can't maybe build an audience or something like that. So
0: mm, I'm so happy that you're saying this right <laughs> now. Oh my goodness, because that's the exact same, the exact same message that I want to spread. Is that like it's not always. Time for you to go big. It's not always time for you to take it to the next level because it does require more time. So, oh my goodness! Thank you so much for not painting this whole mompreneurship in pink and fuzzy colors. No,
1: it's a lot of work. It is. It is really a lot of work. And so the thing is, though, that um, if you feel like that you can do it, and you you know you have a little bit more time, or mm you want to stay up a little later, whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, you can take it to the next level. And then once you get there, you can do another assessment and see, okay, well, how much time is this really taking? Can I, you know, hire somebody to help me at this point, you know, and then assess from there before you go on to even the next level. Because you're right, you know, it does take work. And if you go into it where you're thinking that it doesn't, or you're going to just spend the same amount of work, then you're probably going to be disappointed and then you might give up. And that Mm. is the thing that you just, if you want to be successful, you cannot give up. I mean, that is just the, the bottom line. And so Mm. if you put yourself in a situation where it's likely that you're going to give up, then, you know, just don't
0: do that. Do not do that. (laughs) And that's over scheduling, overworking. And Jennifer, I'm so happy you're talking about this because, you know, sometimes like when I was growing the business and I would stay up And staying up every single night is not good for your marriage, period. That's all I'm going (laughs) to say. And so, like, it's so important to really balance it and see where if you do have the time to invest into an online business or to take it to the next level because it's so important. And then also, like, I love the relationship that you and your husband have, like, as far as business goes, because, like, you really help each other and it's so beautiful and like he gave me this idea and it, like it truly reminds me about my husband and I like seriously like he came in this morning set everything up for me and we're like i we're so yeah. blessed Jennifer we're so yeah. blessed and yeah. it's so important to have that clear communication with your spouse about what you're trying to do what your goals are because t- to to be honest if my husband would not support me in this I would not be doing it it's not yeah. worth it so yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree. And um, yeah, Bill, it, he teaches classes in our membership. So he is totally on board. And um, yeah, I wouldn't be doing the live stream thing if it wasn't for my husband. There's just no way. And he is, I think we complement each other really well because he, you know, he is very technical and I'm so blessed to have him and his skills and to, you know, help that way. And then, you know, in other ways too, because I'm, um, I'm up and down, you know, I'm like, you're really excited about something or I'm like, oh my gosh, that didn't work. And my husband is so just steady, you know, and that just is, it's so helpful to me. It's so helpful to running a business, you know, that um, we have both personalities working together and we complement each other really well. So yes, I'm very blessed and yeah, I would have a really hard time if my husband was not on board with what I was doing.
0: Yeah, and it's so funny that you say that I'm the I'm this way too, I guess. So are you by any chance like ENFP? I'm Myers- not sure what that means. Okay, Myers-Briggs test. It's okay. Me okay. and um um, yeah, I'm just really geeking out about the whole personality stuff. But I'm <laughs> the same way. Like I, when I get excited, I get super, super excited. Mm-hmm. And when I get low, I get really low. And yeah. that's when my husband is there and he's like, babe, no, you can do this. Like, why are you beating yourself up for anyway? Yeah. So Jennifer, I can talk to you forever. Like, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, no, it's
1: been a pleasure being here, Vicki.
0: So before I let you go, I want to um, ask you about the giveaway that you're having, because I think that our mamas would absolutely love it.
1: Oh, yes. We're having a giveaway. It ends on this Wednesday, October 12th, and we're giving away a Excalibur dehydrator and a Presto canner. So if you, um, you head on over to the blog, you'll see, uh, you'll see how to enter
0: that okay awesome thank you so much and i'll link everything in the comments and it's so funny because i was first introduced to wardy and she's a traditional cooking traditional cooking school and like i am totally geeking out on all this traditional stuff when we're gonna get a house when we're gonna move in i'm seriously canning is on the (laughs) list so jennifer again thank you so much for your time for being here
1: well, oh, thank you for having me, Vicki.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today on The Mompreneur Show. Oh my goodness, I had such a good time with Jennifer, and I know you could hear through my voice and like hear how excited I am, but it was truly such a wonderful time, and I really hope that you enjoyed it. I know that you had so many questions that I'm sure have been answered in this uh, episode because Jennifer has been so gracious sharing her wisdom and sharing her experiences and I really 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 appreciated her and appreciate you for being live I hope you will join us live every single Monday at 10 a.m pacific 1 p.m eastern right here on Facebook live I'm signing off your host Tobika Leshenko, and this is a show that features amazing stories of the most remarkable mom entrepreneurs thank you so much for joining us and I'll see you next time